You're listening to Tucson Tech Talk with your host, Aaron Moss, on Tucson Business Radio X. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Tucson Tech Talk, the show where we talk about technology in life and in business. We are broadcasting from the Tucson Business Radio X studio in the Stewart Title Building on Broadway. And we want to welcome all of our listeners on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And we encourage you to listen every second Monday of the month. Questions and comments are always appreciated. My name is Aaron Moss, your host. I'm the owner of Computer Doctor of Tucson. The uh, theme today uh, is technology and online identity and security. Uh, with us in the studio, we have two participants, one of which has been a... Uh, Unfortunately, she has been a victim of some of these things, but we're going to help her out today <laughs> because some of the best ways to uh, to learn about these things is to sometimes make the mistake and then then we learn <laughs> from the from the mistake. But no, but no, no talking bad about her. She's a personal friend of mine. Okay, she's a great lady. Um, uh, she's been in the uh, beauty salon spa industry for over 30 years, and she's always bringing the latest trends in the industry. Uh, she's actually been my personal barber for the past three or four years. Okay, and uh, so her business is the VG Beauty Lounge, which offers services from head to toe in one place at an affordable price in a relaxing atmosphere. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Victoria Gonzalez to the program. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Is there anybody you want to say a quick shout out to while you're? Well, my girls at the salon. <laughs> okay. Yes. Their names? Or... Uh, Rocio, <laughs> Marian, Lupita, Natasha. Okay. Very good. Yes. And also we have here in our studio an electrician who's uh, an electrician from the 90s. You worked for AT&T installing and troubleshooting data cable lines for residences and businesses. Uh, using the popular website and app, nextdoor.com. His handle is Rod the Electrician. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> okay, I prefer Electric Rod. Yes. Yeah, we, we thought that that was a cool name. And uh, just like any good tradesman, he has a secondary skill of being a musician, producer, jingle writing, karaoke maker. Okay, and he's known in the music world as Con Ma. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone, please welcome Rod Brown. Hello. And uh, tell us, uh, tell us. well, actually, first of all, do you want to shout out to your family and kids? Hello, family and kids. <laughs> okay. I got, a you know, I got security issues myself, so I say, hey, hello, family and kids. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Rod, Rod is actually very, very smart. Uh, uh, he and I uh, met uh, uh, just a few months ago, and uh, just when we were loosely talking, I realized how much of a, uh, what a wealth of knowledge he is, and I wanted to have him on the show. Um, and just so happens that he's uh, he's an electrician. So if you need any electrical work done in the Tucson area, you can always uh, – we're going to be posting some information about him on the show notes. And uh, and also if you need any type of jingle type work, he would be the excellent person uh, to, to talk to. So uh, some of the fans of the show, we were actually looking at ways that we can protect our identity online. And we actually did a, another show uh, some time ago. Uh, it was probably about uh, four episodes ago where we talked about um, we had generated a list of 80 ways. That is, I said, 80 ways to protect your identity online. And I used to say that there, that there was nobody else that had 80 ways. You can find articles online that says 10 ways to 
to protect your identity. 20 ways to protect your identity. Nobody has 80 ways. But I have to stand corrected because I did find a book um, by, uh, by an author by the name of Jenny Rogers. It's J-E-N-I Rogers. And she wrote a book of 200 ways to protect your, your identity online. Uh, okay. And I actually bought the book and I actually started uh, perusing it uh, just the other day, but a lot of the principles are the same, but uh, she goes into more specific uh, applications. For example, when we say that, uh, back me up on this rod, but uh, when we say verify who you are talking to on the phone, Okay, uh, that that is a principle that we always want to uh, make sure that we're keeping uh, in the four step. So, so why why do we always want to verify who we're talking to on the phone? Why do you think? Because we can give the <laughs> bad the our personal information to the bad person, to that's, the wrong person. That's right. Now, mm-hmm. um, the, the 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 funny thing is is that people can, there's lots of ways that people can, how they can hide or fudge who they're calling from. Mm-hmm. They can put their, they can fudge the caller ID and make it look like your bank is calling you, mm-hmm. okay? They can make it look like it's your father or your mother. Mm-hmm. They can call up from your father's phone, you know, and mm-hmm. say, listen, there's this old man that I found uh, uh, laying in the street. Do you know him? Oh, my goodness, you're calling from my father's phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness, is he okay? Yeah, listen, we're going to take him over to the hospital. Can you send us $100 for gas, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. See, see, now, see now, now they've got you. And not only that, they one once they have one key, they can always use that key to open up other doors, okay? So we don't want victims, right? So so uh, what... Uh, what Jenny Rogers went into this book, as far as I read, she went into more of the specific applications of, of how that, because you can be even be staying at a hotel and someone can pretend that they're the front desk calling you. Hey, there's something wrong with your credit card. Can, can, do you have another card that you can use? And now you're going through your wallet, pulling out, and now you're reading over the card because you've been, already been duped, okay? You think that you're in a legitimate hotel now you're getting this phone call from an in-house phone it could just be somebody in the lobby right so there's all kinds of different ways that people can uh can get a hold of your identity um uh now we're not going to go too much into into your case because uh because there it's still active and there's still things going on but uh also having good security like even just good security cameras at your house now uh we there was a there was an incident right at your Mm -hmm. (laughs) salon you know there there was just some random person just tearing up stuff in front of her salon and we don't know who this person was but we were able to get a facial a a, a frontal and a sight (laughs) and a sight so security cameras yeah on the security cameras we're, we're able to, uh, to, to uh, but the nice thing about it is they, uh, she had about four security cameras mm-hmm. going opposite different angles all in front of the thing. So we're able to see it from different angles. Right. And that's how we were able to get those, uh, the, those the footage, the, the, yeah. the footage and those, uh, and those headshots. Mm-hmm. You know, where were you able to get those security cameras? When you went to, when you got the security cameras put in, were you able to see those cameras before you put them in? I put them in. Right. <laughs> but can you see the? In other words, can you see the quality of the camera before you put them in? Um, 
or you just kind of get the security camera systems? Well, they they you have to buy them with the specs. Exactly. So, so. Um, the you know you can you can get uh, the security cameras are measured in specs as far the same way that televisions uh, would be. So resolution. You get a, yeah, the resolution would be 720p, 1080p, and now they're getting into 2K, 4K. And I even heard some weird things that there are some broadcasters that are broadcasting in 8K. To me, that's just ridiculous. But um, but that is very important because, unfortunately, 30 years ago, it happened to me also, identity theft. And this person went and uh, wrote a check to my bank account and pretended to be me and wrote a check for $7,000, deposited into the account, and asked the teller, like, uh, when can I get the money from this check? And say, uh, three days, four days. They say, how much is available in the account? And mm. she will draw that money. And mm -hmm. all of that was in camera. All of that was in camera, but it was just a video. The video was With the, really bad at the bank. The bank, so the bank cameras were really bad. Really bad. So it was very blurry, really. You see, yeah, I see, it's horrible. I, I don't understand that. The, exactly. The, the, Me neither. The, the place where you, you would want the footage the most, mm -hmm. you would expect that high quality. And they had the worst quality. I remember there was a guy, there was a, he, uh, in Chicago, they had a, a gas station attendant, and then, you know, by the four cameras on either side. But the criminal, is a blur. So <laughs> I feel like you could probably have a guy standing there with like an iPhone and just pay him. <laughs> and then a guy named Willie, you know. Because <laughs> that picture would be cleaner. I mean, we've seen we've seen on the media, you know, news events of things of people doing stuff and or the police might release a video and it's like really grainy. But in today's technology, there's really no good reason to have to have those cameras, those those videos. But then the, the ones that quality. are as decent as as an iPhone or something like that, now you're paying thousands. So there's mm -hmm. a there's got to be a balance in in this whole thing. And also, like he said earlier, you can't just give your information away. When I walk into the studio, he <laughs> there's a guy who asked me what my name was. Well, that would make sense. I could have said, oh, you know what? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> and then a lady, you know, it, it, the officer, you know, well, what's your name, sir? Don't worry about it. Well, you can see, don't worry about that either. <laughs> but, but here's the thing: we we should have. Well, well, let me ask you: Do, do you believe that your your uh, your level of security awareness is balanced? I mean, do do you think it's overboard? Do you think it's too much? Where you can't even say your name because. Even if I don't have your name, okay, there's all kinds of things. So even if you're trying to, like, trick the system, you still have to be very, very well-educated, okay? I know because I, I use my real name, okay, but I know that there are certain things that I will not share. When I call, when people call me on my phone, I say, Computer Doctor of Tucson, Aaron speaking. I'm not afraid to sh say who I am or even to pick up the phone. There's, there are some people that are afraid to pick up the phone. Maybe we'll talk about that in a moment. But... Um, but uh, the key here is balance. So we, we shouldn't because, you know, we, you know, I, we, we have a lot of business people that listen to the show. So if you're in business, you can't really not say your name. Exactly. <laughs> people, you, you have to put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. Okay, you could use an alias. Okay, some like, okay, we, we announce you as Rod, but Rod mm -hmm. is not your real name. Okay, but it's, it's your nickname. And that's perfectly fine. We, you know, we're, we'll 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 call you by your nickname on this phone, mm -hmm. on this on the show, but just because people know your name, there's not too much that 
people can just know just with your name and just with perhaps maybe your picture, because that's something else. Um, how much, how dangerous is it for someone to even have your picture on their social media? Does that mean that you're going to get scammed because someone put your picture on social media? I know people very closely, close to me, that believe that if I put their picture on my Facebook profile, that they will, that they will be scammed. Okay, so we have to have this uh, healthy balance, uh, you know, of that. But you need to know, just responding just for a moment to to what you were saying before. Oh, I'm loving it. Okay. Um, Just waiting. Now, you actually had an appointment to come in to to the show today. So when you saw the receptionist downstairs Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, you were waiting down there because Mm -hmm. you got here early. So so obviously they want to know who you were, you know. Okay. Do, do they have a reason for knowing? You know, obviously, okay, yes, I have an appointment. Okay, this is kind of like some reception area. It's reasonable to say, okay, I, I, I can tell them who I am and that I'm here for the for the Tucson Tech Talk show at the Radio Business X, uh, Radio, uh, uh, X Studio. So you could have said that and that would have been enough. But if they asked you for your social security number and your date of birth and things like that, it's just, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not part of my being here. Exactly. I would have been like, what, do you work for Facebook or something? Or yeah, that? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and by the way, uh, actually, we, we actually had a very interesting uh, conversation about, uh, actually, just, just uh, this morning mm. over the phone. I told you to save it for the show, and I said, okay, about uh, you know Facebook. Now, Facebook openly admits that, number one, they never – delete fully delete data so you can take something off and and uh okay a little bit okay <laughs> yeah these, these are the realms of the uh video age that we live in now so anyway uh the so facebook openly admits that uh they never first of all they never delete data so if you think that you can put a picture on there today and then <clears throat> by mistake put it on there and then take it off it's in there somewhere, okay? And uh, what does uh, Facebook uh, do with these uh, things? So uh, what was this website? Now, there are, ton- there are tons of websites that are like this that we're about to talk about that deal with public information, okay? So uh, if you're looking for someone, like a, like a relative, so there's uh, websites like um, Ancestry. Right. Right? And uh, we have all the social medias. So when you log into Facebook, right, what are the two ways that they can identify you with Facebook? Your phone number. Phone number. Okay. Email address, email of address. course. Mm-hmm. And, uh, email address, right? Yeah. Phone number and email address. With a phone number or email address, they have now associated all of your information that you've put on Facebook with that phone number and with that email address. Okay. Um, and... You know, Facebook's privacy policies are always changing. Who's to say that they have shared that information with these public or it's basically the reverse of Facebook, right? <laughs> so they can say, okay, I have this, I have, I have uh, uh, Victoria's phone number. I want to see, you know, what her address is. I want to see this, mm-hmm. all this. So it's not that hard for them to cross share that information mm-hmm. okay and put that information on some sort of public uh, access where you're saying okay i want to do a background check mm-hmm. background checks are real 
those are legitimate. If you're applying for a job, they're going to do a background check. They want to know if you're a murderer, if you if you've done time. They want to know, you know, if you're going to be working in the jewelry store. They don't want to hire, you know, someone that's stolen. If you're going to be working around children or the elderly, they don't want to. They want to make sure that you don't have a history of, uh, you know, if mass uh, murder. Yeah, or you know, or or a uh, or offender, a, offender sex right. offender. Thank you. So, uh, how are they supposed to do that if they don't? If there's no way for them to collect the information, right? So that's that's how social media can be working. Now, this is not official. We, we didn't get this officially from from uh, from Facebook or anything. But uh, but but how, how does this information get out there? A lot of people volunteer it. So we have to find ways to still live in a social world without without divulging, you know, things of uh, things of our security. Um, now. Back to your case of, of this person. Uh, by the way, did anything happen with? Uh, did they cap, did they find this person or did did they? No. Okay. Mm. Mm. But uh, I, I think I think they're going to come back because he was he looked he looked way too local. And what, what, you know, I'm, I might just put a little bit of footage on if uh, once sure. once we <laughs> because I think I think I still have the footage on my mm -hmm. uh, on my uh, on the hard drive that I used, but uh, the. But we, we want to address the fear. It's the fear of these of, of getting hacked, okay, that a lot of people uh, have. So uh, how can we address fear? Well, we have to learn more about it. So we have to continue to do shows like this, continue to learn more about it. If you see anything on the news or the, or the Internet or, or any type of coverage of how somebody was hacked, listen to that, okay? Because that could happen to you. And just because it happened to someone in California or happened to someone in uh, Chicago doesn't mean that it can't happen here in Tucson. So we have to, you know, we, we can't be afraid of things. Now, uh, you coming from an electrical background, there were some people. Ah, the video went again. <laughs> well, don't worry about it. I, th I think it's still going. Maybe it's just asleep. Okay. <laughs> um uh, coming from an electrical background, Rod, um, how did you used to assist people with uh, that maybe would be of a f maybe like afraid of electricity? Well, you know the the thing is that uh, a lot of times a person would call up and they said, "Oh, my power is out, and you know I'm not going to touch it." I've seen it, a lot of times a person will have something stuck inside the outlet. That everything, you know, something they, the plug, something stuck inside the plug, or the light bulb would be broken, and now they're afraid. Um, there's some things that a person can really do on their own, you know, there's a little side tangent, I guess, but there's some things you can do on your own. And I most certainly am the type that are going to, that's going to ask, going to assist you. And if you can do it yourself or if you're a handyman, there's some things you can do on your own and that'll save you some money. You know what I mean? And it's similar to the way security is. There's some steps you can do on your own mm. that'll make it so where, you know, you can secure yourself better. There's nothing worse. Like I've, I've been... In Tucson, I have noticed the way they wire a house. They, those that actually have a house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they will have like, half like, the power. Wait, when you say a house, you mean like a like a house house or a house house, yeah. like like a trailer? No, you know, okay. no. The trailers are better wired. I'm telling you right now. What? The, and the reason is because you know where everything is going. Whereas with the house, because I use a product called Romex, which is kind of like an extension cord. It's like extension cord. 
running all around your house. And I'm from Chicago, so um, you know we're we're pro pipe. Put everything inside of a pipe. You can add circuits later, that type of thing. Okay. This stuff, once you put it in, that's it. You, you know, if you want to add something, or if they ran to an island in the middle of your kitchen or something, that's it. I've seen people who had um, they went to get a strong, uh, a larger um, uh, stove or something. You know, more mm -hmm. power in the middle of an island. Well, they ran Romex. So now there's no way to get, unless you dig up the floor, there's no way to get that new wire in there, see what I'm saying? Mm. So when you go to wire, if you can, you put it in a pipe, that's better. But the, uh, what they'll do is they'll run off of what is called a GFCI plug. Mm -hmm. It's to protect against water and things like that. Well, they'll run a circuit to that. From the back of that plug, they'll run around the house of other plugs all outside or whatever. So now... That thing will click off, and those things are, are temperamental. They'll click off a motor, or you got them plugged, a refrigerator plugged in it, or anything. Mm. You trip that thing off. Now half the circuit is off. Now you're chasing around trying to figure out where the main one was. Clicking it, see, I've known a lot of customers who didn't even know that they had a GFCI in a garage or in a, you know, they didn't even know they had it. So they, they'll call me and say, well, I clicked every one, they all work. I come over there, click. <laughs> Let's see, that's a service charge. So I try to, I try to, uh, you know, if a person can do something on their own, by all means, try to do that. You know, if it's in a safe manner, mm -hmm. to do something just like the same as with security. If you can do something on your own, I, yeah. I used to work for AT and T, so <laughs> I'm kind of like the bad guy. Like, <laughs> so I, I know, in relation to security, mm -hmm. that there are. When you put in a security, yeah, camera. Where did you have that camera pointed? Where did you point it? Oh, um, that's easy. So uh, the best place, so it depends on really how many cameras you have. Mm -hmm. the, the camera system that we put into uh, to Victoria's building, mm -hmm. um, uh, which, by the way, if anyone's thinking about uh, knocking her, you're, you're going to be recorded. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we did uh, eight cameras, and uh, I look for the corners of the building, and I point them inwards. So it's right. like a crisscross pattern. Mm -hmm. We crisscross that pattern on each mm -hmm. side of the four. In, in a perfect box-shaped building, obviously, mm -hmm. that would be the perfect uh, situation where you cross-eye uh, the corners of the building so that you can get 100% visibility on all four sides of the building. Mm -hmm. It's not always necessary in all buildings, and some, some houses have little divots, you know, back and forth. Uh, when we went to look at your house... You know, mm -hmm. your backyard has all kinds of little divots and, and cross, little little hideaway right. places. But get as much coverage as you can, especially at the doorways. Mm -hmm. uh, so you definitely want to have your ins and your outs and your most likely uh, your most likely uh, uh, break-ins. What what they're gonna they're gonna go for the for the uh, for the easiest side usually. So so you definitely want to have cameras on your on your weakest points, if you will. You're right. Now, see, the thing is, when when the big corporation guys come in and they put in a camera in your house, they all point them inside of your house instead of outside. Well, you would think they also have access uh, wait, to that. Wait, 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 when you say the corporate guys, you're talking about like the uh, AT&T. What I used and, to do. And, okay. They, would, they were pointing those inside of your house, not outside of your house, inside. So now you got to remember these are corporations who have in the fine print will tell you that they can access that camera now. The if you're concerned about security, you have to control how your data is sent out. You also have to control the person who's, you know, 
installing that and what they can and cannot do. You got to know who that is. Like, it's just like what we were talking about with Facebook. You've got to know that that image that you're uploading is not, they claim that it's not theirs. But if it's not theirs, then give it back to me. Hmm. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> the well, fact is they're going to take this. So when you have a business on social media, what you want is to have an account that's not seen to control the page that is seen. See what I mean? So now, because in order to have a page on Facebook, they won't allow you to just have the page without having a personal account for some reason. So mm. you have a, a, a an account, a throwaway one that you that's not seen and never posts that can't ever be banned or can't ever be blocked or anything like you never post at all with that one. Mm. But because it, it's just solely there for the purpose of this business page, see? Because what can end up happening is there's a lot of negative things that can happen while you're on social media. You post it over here and they close your account because you said or somebody didn't like something you said and they reported you and these are bots controlling it all. Mm-hmm. Now, down goes your page and your business page. And I've seen that. I've seen that. So that's okay. Well, that's a pretty good tip because where you can uh, you can have multiple accounts and one account serves another. And uh, this is just a more modern way of doing it because even from an accounting perspective, uh, uh, if you were to open up a, uh, a new business, you would go to the account, you would go to the bank, and you would open up three accounts, okay? And each account would serve the other in some special way. One would be just for incoming, one would be just for outgoing. And if you wrote a check, then the money goes into that check and it clears out of that account. And that's and that brings that account back to near zero mm-hmm. because that account should always be balanced. So you, you're using accounts for specific purposes. But it can get very, very complicated, mm. uh, you know, but it's safer. It's more complicated, but it's much, much safer mm-hmm. uh, uh, for, for uh, you know, for doing it that way. And for someone like me who's running multiple businesses, I have to be extra careful. I have to be extra careful, uh, you know, of doing that. Uh, but uh, some of the some of these things, you know, a, a lot of these are common issues that uh, business people have, you know, a, a lot of. And uh, sometimes these uh Sometimes uh, I, I run into them all the time with uh, business uh, uh, owners myself. I can see how many mistakes they've made in, you know, <laughs> in setting up their computer. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Everything is running on, on the hard drive of this computer, and that's your whole business. What if that hard drive ever ever crashes? And, you're out. and they have no backup, no nothing. I'm like, this is this is a time bomb. It's just waiting to happen. It's not going to happen today. It may not even happen this year, but it's a bomb and it's going to, it's going to be terrible when it, when it happens. So, uh, so the monsoon coming, that's it. Have some sort of backup plan, some sort of a contingency plan. Uh, thank you very much, Rod, for, uh, for, uh, sharing that with us. Um, now, uh, now tell us about this, uh, uh, some of the common issues that people have in Tucson, because you had mentioned some of the things that people do in Chicago, but what are some of the common say, electrical problems that people would have in Tucson? That's both houses and trailers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, I guess trailers, sometimes a person can try to get more power than they is really supposed to have in that trailer. That's, and some trailers also, they don't want you drilling out of the bottom, you know, drilling down to the floor of the trailer mm. because that causes, you know, those are sealed. They're kind of like a sealed environment. So then all of a sudden you drill down through the floor and now you open up that trailer to whatever, you know, rodents or whatever. Uh, yeah, that's true. Of that nature. But the the biggest problem, and also another thing is like in an attic, 
you know, there could be anything in that attic. There could be ants, something eating to the, the line, and you're done. So <laughs> there's, you know, people will put things inside the attic, hit one of the wires, you're done. There's lots of small things that um, in Tucson that can affect it. The heat, of course, using the wrong type of Romex outside. That's another thing. No, what what, what is Romex again? Romex is like a is like a rope almost. It's like a flat rope with a plastic sheathing, and some is white, some is gray, some is uh, like orange, mm-hmm. and uh, there's different ones for different things. Like there's direct burial, the type that you can bury into the ground. So like uh, I think you mentioned earlier, um, uh, ma'am, that you wanted to have power going from one spot to the next, mm-hmm. and that can be done dug in the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, difficult to do it, you know, Tucson Caliche, but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but is, you know, it can be is done. Is there, um, well, I, 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 I happen to know a little bit about the job that she's referring to. It's two separate buildings, and mm-hmm. um, so can can can, uh, can an electric account be shared between two buildings, or does that have to be a one account? Or No, it can be shared, I mean, if it's the same property, so... But I have two different uh, meters. Oh, th- yeah. there are two different meters. Uh, that can, people can mm-hmm. do that as well. I mean, you can have 12. So, yeah. it, you know, you might want to have a separate bill for a, se- for a certain reason. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, Or if you have an old kid that won't, uh, that, that won't move out of your house, you can set you can set their bedroom to a separate meter. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And here's your bill, by the way. Like, Why is it more than mine? Oh, listen, just pay the bill. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, that that's possible. But but you know what? I uh, uh, putting a new meter in that that's actually pretty expensive. It's like five hundred dollars, right? No more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I just did that. It was uh, like eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred dollars to put a meter in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm half of that. Hmm. I'm like nine hundred dollars. You're nine hundred. Okay. All right. Well, well. Okay. Nice. Some people. Some people will. uh, uh, Because I'm usually labor, and the person gets a price. But you know that. To, replace, to get the meter and that stuff, that's not as bad as it seems. But although the meters are here in Arizona, they're outside. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a little different. So now you got to get a certain type of meter as opposed to ones that, like, cause a lot a lot of houses, they have, like, an old meter, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, you know, four circuits. And, and so, but. Uh, well, when, when we had our, uh, when we had our uh, mobile home installed, uh, we, they, they wanted to put a new meter on an old pole an old, old uh, wooden pole. Mm-hmm. And so some inspector came and said, no, nope, you can't. Pose. You, you need a new pole. Right. right. So, we had, so we had to go and splurge on a new pole. How much do these poles go for? Apparently, I'm in the wrong business. I should be selling poles, mm-hmm. wood poles. Okay. Yeah, 300 $600, $1,000 for a wood pole. You can grow these things. <laughs> Just wait for the tree, you know. Yeah. It's a tree. It's a trunk of a tall tree, okay. I could I could do that. Yeah, How much is a pole? A pole. We the, the ones that we were we were we were looking for rock bottom price. We we called about ten different places, and the lowest price we found was three hundred dollars for just the pole. That's not to install the pole. That's just to have a pole dropped off to your house. Mm-hmm. And um, the, they said that the pole had to be six feet. You had to dig the ground. Mm-hmm. Six feet down. Th- that's yeah. bad. That's can, to me. There's certain things that are just kind of bad, and that's one of them. You know, <laughs> installing that part because you you dig it way down. This that's not good. And then you know, depending on if it's uh, you know 200 degrees outside, 
It is. There's some. That one is not good. So. <laughs> always fascinating and always ahead of the game. The computer doctor is Aaron Moss on Tucson Business Radio X. We are talking with our guests, um, Victoria Gonzalez and Rod Brown, uh, and uh, some of the electrical problems that uh, the two of them are familiar with uh, through construction. And this uh, this show is taking a, a very interesting turn <laughs> into uh, into we're talking about security and we're talking about electrical. We're also talking a little bit about construction. So uh, we'll we'll continue in this conversation. We are broadcasting from the Tucson Business Radio X studio in the Stuart Title Building on Broadway, and um, uh, continuing in our discussion about uh, uh, security, uh, both both for our home and uh, both online. Um, we for uh, a moment ago we were talking about the about uh, the placement of cameras and uh, how important it is to have these um, high definition cameras in places where you would expect them to be. Okay, so many times, banks, for example, now on a brand new uh, brand new security camera system, obviously you're going to have the highest definition, the highest quality, the the sharpest picture, <laughs> you know, right at that time, uh, like when they're first installed. But if it's been there for ten years, twenty years, and some of these banks are really really old. Okay, sometimes and sometimes they may need to be upgraded. Sometimes the hard drive that's saving the information. How many times has somebody uh, has a robbery taken place? Is it oh, the, their cameras there, but they're not working? That actually mm -hmm. happens a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay, you can see that the cameras are working. So sometimes I'll go around and start trolling some businesses. And I'll see that they have cameras and I can just look at them and I know that they're more than 10, 20 years old. And I said, Are those cameras working? You know, they no. I have to kind of tell them who I am because if they're not working, then I can be trolling them to to mm. rob them. But I'm not. I'm trolling them to <laughs> to to help them. Uh, so, uh, Computer Doctor of Tucson, we actually uh, we actually do these installs. So we've done it for uh, Victoria here. We've done it for uh, several businesses in town. So just give us a call uh, if you're interested in that. Uh, but uh, uh, have you have you actually? Uh, by the way, electricians. Uh, since we're just running wire, running cable for video or audio video is the same skill. Right? Yeah. It doesn't matter what. what well, 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 working at AT and T, I was able to do that anyway, though. So there was a. Uh, I was running data lines and uh, and cable lines and stuff for them up in Chicago. So I mean, that's and I've also installed some cameras, but probably you know, nowhere close to many as you have. <laughs> you know, so I'm not. Well, I'm not well, at well, your level. A, ca <laughs> a camera install is really just one camera for like an AT and T guy, right? Or uh, no, or did, they they ran they around and did it right, but it, it's there's you don't want rather to call you <laughs> than call the you know Comcast. I, I mean, <laughs> you don't want them in your life if you don't have to have them controlling your. I remember there was one man. It's kind of funny. He. <laughs> I got done with the whole install, it took some time, you know, and the guy says, and I'm explaining to him about, I'm explaining to him about the, the voicemail and I'm a young man and, uh, you know, I'm going to impress this older guy with this voicemail setup we got. And he's like, <laughs> you know, wait a minute, young man. I, I like my machine I have here. He had, oh, you know what the little cassette, you know? And I'm no, I'm just going to roll right over this. I'm just really impressed. And I said, well, you can do this. You can do that. Hey, you can do everything, you know? Mm -hmm. He was like, where is this recording? I said, well, it's on a server. You know, he's, 
In other words, they have it, right? I'm like, well, yeah. So if they want to listen to it, they can, right? Well, I guess they could. <laughs> so then he says, what's on this cassette? Only I can see it, right? And if somebody wanted to have it, they would have to get some kind of a warrant, wouldn't they? I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> we have actually allowed our information. There's a site called mylife.com. You can Google your name and find everything about you, where you've lived, when you were a teenager because of some of the stuff that social media has done. So we really, and if you notice, police officers and people like that, or, or judges or, or lawyers, they're not on those. You can get yourself, you can actually erase your digital footprint if you know how to do that. So part of your security is also, you know, like Oprah Winfrey, for instance. You, when you look up Oprah Winfrey, you just see Oprah Winfrey. You don't see her personal life, any sisters or brothers. Or, you know. <laughs> see, cause you That's can because erase. they use aliases. Yeah, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. They have their show name. They have, like, on this show, you have your show name. Mm -hmm. you're, you're Rod Brown. Mm -hmm. You're Electric Rod. Mm -hmm. Okay? <laughs> but, uh, but in order for someone to even get access to your uh, official uh, public record... Uh, which is very possible to do, and and it's there for it's there for all of our protection, exactly. because there are times where we do want to look into someone's history for our own protection. Uh, if there are parents out there that uh, that are leaving their children with a with a uh, with, with a babysitter, you want to be able to do a background check on them. You want to be able to see what's going on in your house when you're out and the babysitter's at home. You want to see if they're. Bank, mm -hmm. knocking your kids around exactly. you know uh so so you know there's a certain level of security that 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 people want so uh uh you know but it's there but what sometimes happens is people exploit it mm -hmm. okay people use that as a reason to or, or they use it to their advantage so they may say yes i know victoria gonzalez or i know rod brown or I know Aaron Moss. Let me see what other information I can get. And then they can figure out passwords. They can log you into, uh, they can figure out your login to Amazon. That can unlock uh, uh, other uh, credit cards maybe that you've used. Last four, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, one, one of these other tips that I read in uh, 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 Jenny Rogers' book was to always protect your last four. They don't even need the entire your entire credit card number anymore. They don't need your entire social security number anymore because the first six digits, you can, the first five digits, you can find that out, okay? It's not that hard. If you know what their name is, okay, approximately what city and or even what hospital they were born in, okay, and the date of their birth, okay? And if, you know, if you're having a birthday party or whatever and people know what your birthday is, it's not that hard to figure out, you know, the first five digits, Okay. Yes. First five digits. Yeah. First five digits. Mm. And then and then the other four, they you know, they may be able to pick up from you in passing. Mm. So um so you're Victoria, you're looking at me like, hmm. No, no. See see that hopefully that, that should get us to start thinking, okay, have I been breached that way? Or uh sometimes uh th there was even a case uh at uh, Starbucks where um, she used her credit card at the drive-thru. She gave her credit card over to the young lady that was in the window. The lady, the, the young lady took the card, 
and with her cell phone, snapped a picture of the credit card, then scanned it through the machine and handed it right back to her. It took, yeah. it took less than a second for that to happen. Mm -hmm. Okay? So even when you're using your card in establishments, okay, even you think that people where you think you can trust someone to, to not steal your identity, okay, that's not to say that their employees might not. Now, that was not something that was you know, coordinated through, you know, Starbucks, but that was, that was a bad employee. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, uh, there was another guest that we were going to have. He spent, uh, he spent, a uh, he, he took him and his family over to a hotel in, uh, uh, Mexico. And I think he received a phone call over the phone from somebody. Okay. Mm -hmm. Claiming to be the front desk. And they needed a another credit card number because they said the credit card number that he signed under was was uh, was failing, and they needed another credit card number. Hmm. When he got by the time he got back, he had uh, almost all of the accounts that he had on any website was hacked. They hacked. They they got, they were able to get into his um, Amazon. They were able to get into his email. And once they have access into your email, then they can reset passwords and get uh, and get the uh, reset password links. Mm -hmm into the email account that they've already had. And once the, the email account is the worst thing. If you, if somebody held up a gun to you saying, look, you have to give up one of your email, you have to give up one of your accounts. The email account is the absolute last thing that you want to have, to have uh, hacked. Okay. Because that allows other things to be hacked. That is like the master key. But if, your email account is in your business cards. It's everywhere. Well, it's the not. Password. Well, you don't, you don't publish your no, email you password wanna, on yeah, your business no. cards. <laughs> no, but you want to protect your password. On you definitely yeah. want to protect your password. So uh, so what are some ways that we can uh, protect our email password, especially so a lot of the times the breaches, where do you think the breaches of the email password actually happen? Okay, they happen um, when people use the same password on multiple mm. sites. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, you know that password? Oh, by the way. Uh, most of the people use the same password on multiple things. So uh, I used to circulate maybe about four or five passwords. And these same four and five passwords were the same thing on, on any mm -hmm. account. If I didn't uh, access an account for several years and it asked me for the password, yeah, yeah. I said, well, it's got to be one of these five. And I would try all five. And if they didn't work, then I would hit the mm -hmm. thing. But here's the thing. If you try all five passwords and it's an illegitimate site... If somebody with wrong intentions now know your top five passwords, and now they can go around <laughs> and try those same exact passwords on other accounts mm -hmm. uh, with your same email, okay? Hoping that they'll come across something valuable that they can exploit. Let me add something. There's a website called WordPress, mm -hmm. and a lot of people use WordPress. Uh, you, it's a free thing. You can get your website up, WordPress. And it looks like regular websites. You can make it look like a regular website, but it's actually a WordPress-powered website. When you sign in to a WordPress website, the webmaster can see your email. He can see your IP address. That's And the, a local person, any local guy, can open up a WordPress website. It's, you know, it's free or next to free. So when you're, that's one thing. Your email may have your name, your kid's name on it, because you try to be cute, you know, you get something. Another one is your children online. 
if they can access you because, hey, I'm strong, I'm tough, but now your kids are downloading free, you know, mm. games and in the, they're inputting, the, well, no, I can, the person who has that app can see the information. They can see your phone number. They can see all the other stuff. And you let the kid use a phone. See now, well, now since they got the access to the phone, they got all of your phone friends. People online have said, well, I'm getting these weird friend requests. You know, well, I just delete it. It's too late. That's the, the point was to exploit like weeds. So it's, you really got to think, do I really have to be out there like that or is it something free is up there's a reason why i'm giving you something for free i'm not you know <laughs> and if you really want to be secure you're gonna have to stand behind just like a celebrity would behind some kind of a sheet or something stopping you separating you from the business just like you would in a, a limited liability company mm -hmm. or something you got to look at it like what that. do you do if you already been public and you've been mixed in and you've been i mean i, I after my identity theft, the detective told me you need to stop but how do you protect yourselves if you are ready he said that the detective told you that you had to stop what exactly stop um being so public stop being so public being mm -hmm. i'm here doing this doing live videos all mm -hmm. of that stuff well you know there's a but what are you already there's Been people doing who that for years. do that for you. Because I myself, I mean, as mm -hmm. a musician, I was very popular among in, in Chicago for Stepper's music. And it, I didn't realize that my music was being used in all of these other things. And the guy says, hey, listen, what what would you, what would you really want to do? I said, would it be nice to have my music in a club? That'd be nice. He's like, what are you, crazy? I'm like, what? You're already in clubs. They just don't know who you are. <laughs> and so the thing is, my name had already projected way out there. Mm-hmm. If you already have, you know, let your feathers fly out there now, you know, the thing is, a lot of people will have someone else handling their social media, you know. Mm -hmm. We see now that a lot of politicians are talking on their own, aren't they? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're like, will you please stop talking on your own because <laughs> let mm -hmm. us handle that. We'll pretend it to be you. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll have an agency pretend to write the things that's going to make it flatter you, not, not to make you look bad. Mm -hmm. So what it is is the real you backs behind this this currency. Mm -hmm. Then let some you know an agency or an advertising agency or or somebody you know this close to you who can you know who knows a lot of social media or maybe a, a son or a daughter mm -hmm. or something. Let them do that, and they never talk the real you. The real you is never talking. See, what I'm saying it's mm -hmm. this it's this company talking, mm -hmm. interacting with people. And see, I can unplug that company. I see. Mm -hmm. But you, you got to fade away from, and the internet is very fickle. The people themselves will forget you quickly, you know, <laughs> if you're not out there all the time, you know how that is. Mm -hmm. So if you don't post a selfie, they won't know you. So mm -hmm. they'll move on to the next person. So you can fade back. It's just, you want a presence, but now that presence has got to be done in a, in a professional, non-self-generated way. Mm -hmm. And now mm -hmm. we're talking. All right. So so even if uh, so, I guess that answers your question, right? Uh, a little bit. Thank you, Rod, for, for yes. doing that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, e even if even for those of us that have already made a name for us, it's not too late. <coughs> excuse me, to to actually have uh, an outside company do it. And it, by the way, there's tons of companies that will do this. Uh, for you, okay? They're popping up everywhere. Everybody, every uh, any almost any millennial will do it. Uh, how many millennials do you know? 
Okay, any millennial, you, you don't even have to train them. Okay, just tell me you don't take it yet. Yeah, just tell me you want to take care of your social media. Yeah, I, I, I know how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, and you call them back in an hour. Yeah, I got ten. I got ten accounts set up for you. Yeah, I got you the Instagram, the Facebook, and the Snapchat, and then uh, I don't know what, what all the. There's, there's about a hundred uh, different social. Uh, no, there's at least a hundred different social medias out there, of what technically is social media because there's YouTube is technically uh, social media, you know, mm. and it's and it's becoming a, a, a some something that's budding and something that's always uh, uh, getting getting bigger, uh, and. Um, uh, when we uh, when when we continue to talk about the uh, where where technology is going in the future, which is something that we always like to cover on the show, um, things are not going to be getting easier, okay? Because uh, uh, people with malicious intent they don't go away, okay? They're they're always trying they're always on the next cuff, always trying to figure out what the next uh, what what the next exploitation is going actually going to be. So, uh, what do you think, Rod? Where, where, where's the next <laughs> expo- uh, exploitation uh, might be? And then I'll tell you what uh, someone over at Google said. The uh, um, let me say this: they, they, <laughs> they, the, the intent is to have you sign in with fingerprints, facial recognition, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The intent, and then they. The giant corporation has that information. Now, of course, China has used that to mm-hmm. a greater extent. The DNA test situation. Well, we just upload DNA because I want to know where I'm from. I already know where I'm from. But, you know, <laughs> for some reason, I'm going to tell them. Well, so now, you know, the, there's agencies who've exploited that information. Uh, so we, we really got to be careful in this matter by the way there was an episode of uh I, there's this tv show I, I love it. it's a canadian show uh called um i can't think of the name of it now but uh it 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 uh, does these investigative reports on these things and they did an investigative report on on the uh on the history on like the these history websites the uh uh the uh history tree What's yeah, the name? Yeah. Ancestry. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the ancestry type and family websites. tree. Deck, the fa- family tree. So they actually did a, a thing where they now you, you sign up for this and they send you this uh, uh, DNA collection mm-hmm. uh, package. You're supposed to sp- spit up to the line, mm-hmm. yeah, right, in this cup, <laughs> and then you send it back to them. Mm-hmm. Then and then from the spit, they are able to determine where you're from. Okay, so that and you know, but. Uh, they actually did some investigation, and they they wanted to know how they're able to determine where the spit came from, and uh, they and just to just to throw a monkey wrench, they had confirmed twins. I mean, these are identical twins. They both set up different accounts, mm. and they both got these things back, right? <laughs> and they both spit in these cups. They 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 showed footage of them, and then they mailed it out, and then they showed what what it came back as. One, kid, they, they were like from opposite ends of the world, <laughs> you know. So it was like, okay, so what technology are you using to use it? Or are they even s- storing this information? Are they using this as future DNA uh, information for anything? But it's scary. Here is what Google is said. You know, this is uh, I, I subscribe to um, uh, uh, one of these uh, 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 public address uh, uh, Google um, uh, videos. And uh, they were asked a question. This was answered by uh, a gentleman that works at Google. 
And uh, the question was, what is the future threats of internet security? And that is, and this is actually pretty scary, and that is the, uh, the hacking of servers, server hacking. So going back to your illustration about the AT&T old guy that didn't feel comfortable about having his voicemail mm -hmm. on those little cassette tapes to having his voicemail stored on some server mm -hmm. where anyone really can listen to it who knows how to get into that thing, including the phone company. Who knows what they're going to do with that information, right? But uh, could you imagine if someone were to hack well, that server? How would they able to hack the barrier? Expedia or one of the, they hacked their servers. Yes, they have. And this is who supposed to hold all our information. But you see, security is based on uh, is based on a, a, a unified uh, level of security. Mm. Every every part of that security, every piece of it, has to be has to meet the same standard of secureness. For example, um, there this happened maybe about three months ago. A uh, a uh, a Facebook employee, okay, that worked in the accounting department, okay, he had his car broken into, and inside of his knapsack in the back seat of his car was a was a hard drive that contained the last four digits of the social security numbers, uh, banking information because he, he was part of the payroll of, of Facebook employees, and that information was unencrypted on a hard drive just sitting in his car. And it just so happened that his car just happened to be ransacked by somebody and they were able to get a hold of that disc. OK, he didn't even have to he didn't even have to uh, hack the server, but it was it was just a crime of opportunity. It would just happen to be there. So any discs that are that are out there floating around have to be have to have some sort of security on them. And that's just an example of how of how the. Uh, of, of how security needs to go all the way through, um, you know, in general, you know, so, so that we can uh, continue. Okay. Okay. I almost lost my video there, but that just goes you, uh, goes to show how the, uh, how important it is to have universal security throughout your entire system where one side is more secure than the other side. It's just like securing a building. Okay. You can have a, a large thick wall, you know, of steel on one side, and then you have like a then you have like a one millimeter thick glass on the other side. Mm. Obviously, they're going to get into that side. They're going to always attack the weakest spot. So you have to know where the weak spots are in your entire security, and that's one of the biggest threats of of what's what's affecting us uh, in the future today, and that is the security of servers. Wow. I mean, can you imagine going to the restaurant? You will show up to the restaurant and you say, hey, here's my card. And then he, the lady comes back and says, where's my card? I'm like, I lost it. You lost it? Well, I'll come back next week. And you show up again with a new card. You give the lady a card. She comes back, I lost it. You lost my card. Yeah. I'm seeing charges on the card, though. I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, we wouldn't trust brick and mortar with some of the behaviors that some of these companies, just like what you said. You can't even contact these people. They use a machine to make sure you're not a bot. They'll say, click this box. How many, how many cars do you see? Click the button to make sure you're not a robot. They're robots, though. You can't even call them if there's a problem. They won't even speak to you. Mm -hmm. 
Now, in order to get a customer service in in Yahoo in um in in uh, YouTube, for example, you have to have so many followers. That's why they say subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Because if you get like you know hundred thousand followers, then they'll give you a small level of real customer service. If you jump up to a million, well, now they give you a regular customers. That's how they do. But before that, you're just gonna get a bot, you know, and some <laughs> questions you gotta answer. You know, that's that's it. And you know, press a button. That's it. So we we really gotta control our own security ourselves because you're letting you know or get a company like 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 my man here because if you if you let these big companies who are floating above us <laughs> control your <laughs> mm-hmm. try to control your I mean, why would you want such a man you can't even call that man mm-hmm. so that's a come but you can call him yes you can call how me. would people call you see how to plug i put that plug yeah right in absolutely yeah it's the plug plug went right <laughs> in there didn't it well, everyone knows me. I'm the Aaron Moss with the Computer Doctor of Tucson. And uh, we are uh, actually uh, coming close to the end of our broadcast now. Um, uh, you can call me at Computer Doctor of Tucson at 520-261-5508. We always welcome your comments and questions about the show. Um, Rod, why don't you uh, tell people how they can get a hold of you? And by the way, we're going to be, uh, we're gonna be uh, putting, posting your information uh, on the uh, show notes, so you have a you have a phone number and an email. Yep, five two zero five hundred twenty one twenty seven. And uh, so you you do jingle writing. You're a karaoke maker, musician, producer, and he can do all that while he's rewiring your house. Yes, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. That's talent. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> okay, Victoria, uh, we didn't get too much to uh, tell us uh, more about uh, the uh, about. Uh, all of the other services uh, that your that your uh, beauty salon offers, um, but uh, if people want to find out, we're going to be putting your information on the show notes. She has about four um, social medias: uh, uh, Gmail and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, also, her website uh, www.vgbeautylounge.com. And um, and if you come by her, you might see me getting my hair cut there from time to time. And uh, I don't know, we may have a little bit of a discussion. Okay. Well, we want to thank everyone for uh, being on the show today. If you liked any content uh, that you heard on the show today, please send us a message on our show board or text us or call us at 520-261-5508. And we would love to hear from you. Remember that the world is getting more and more tech, and so should you. My name is Aaron Moss, your host, and this has been Tucson Tech Talk, broadcasting from the Tucson Business Radio X studio on Broadway, and we wish you good technology. Mm-hmm.